Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your Chief Security Fanatic here. And it is Sunday, so we are doing breaches of the week. But technically, I am recording this on Saturday due to travel, so there's some bomb dropping whatever that is coming out. Obviously, that's a huge thing. Now, that said... This week in Data Breaches has been absolutely insane. And before we begin, as always, I want to thank the following people that sent me this information. That would be Jay Dance, Jacqueline Wolf, Nancy Confore, and Joe Jenkins. Now, before we dive into the breaches list, I want to kind of bring one up that may or may not be a data breach. By all intents and purposes, it is looking like a data breach. Now, we track just in my day job dark web gangs. And so obviously we do a lot of uh, sifting through data and information to see, okay, who's been hit, et cetera, et cetera. That's one of the reasons why it prompted me to do start doing just the breaches of the week, uh, you know, video, podcast, radio segment, et cetera, et cetera. But we don't typically put out that what we find on uh, essentially dark web leak sites from these ransomware gangs, because there can be false positives there. We've literally been involved in cases where uh, essentially, uh, a potential client is claiming to have been hit, uh, et cetera, et cetera, or, or they're getting contacted for that, and it's actually a different company with a similar name, something along those lines. But the one I want to bring up today, um, it just just literally hit November 11th, Saturday, November 11th, you know, uh, here in the United States, time-wise, um, is one that that is actually rather important to the cybersecurity community. And I'm bringing it up, even though it's on a leak site, we don't have confirmation yet from, from this company. So this could be a false positive. But if true, I do think it's a black eye for the cybersecurity community. And that would be Dragos Security. Uh, now, Dragos is known essentially for uh, basically excellent security operations for things like industrial systems, et cetera, et cetera. And so we are watching this one very closely. And if you are uh, basically with Dragos and you're watching or listening to this in some way, shape, or form, I'd love to reach out and kind of get some inside information, even if it's anonymous. I understand if you can't or you don't want to. Again, I am not saying that Dragos had a breach. What I'm saying is a group is claiming that they have breached Dragos. And if that is the case, obviously that's a huge thing. And of course, when it comes to other cybersecurity outfits, uh, you know, that's never a good thing because we are honestly one big collaborative community. And so I hope it's false and I hope Dragos has nothing basically but security, you know, here and and and, and the gang that's uh, a, that, that basically is claiming to have hit them is, is straight up lying or, or got it wrong. So we'll see what happens here. Hopefully that's not the case. But but if you're with Dragos, good luck. And uh, we're all with you. Now that said, Let's dive into all the other breaches that we've actually got to talk about today. This one's going to be slightly shorter. Again, I'm recording this on Saturday due to travel, so here we are. And the first thing we're going to be talking about is the Allied Pilots Association, or APA. Now, they are apparently the labor union for uh, excuse me, American Airlines pilots, and here's what's going on. Now, this incident apparently occurred on October 30th and resulted in certain systems being encrypted. Restoration efforts, according to the APA, would focus on pilot-facing products and tools with full operations expected to be restored later on. Obviously, we're about 10, 12 days from that incident, so hopefully they're back on their uh, they're back on their feet. Now, over that weekend, the organization also announced that it restored most of its functionality, including access to alliedpilots.org, its website. However, um, it also reset all passwords, informing users they would have to basically select new ones, et cetera, et cetera. And so hopefully... Uh, they said uh, that Saturday, again, 10-ish days ago or so, 7 to 10 days ago, that they were hoping to restore. So hopefully they're back on their feet now. But heads up to you, 
if you're an American Airlines pilot. Moving on, let's talk about the healthcare service provider Transform Shared Service Organization, and apparently they are out of Canada because a shared drive was compromised as part of an incident for them. Now, the shared drive contained a ton of personal health information, so this is a supply chain hit. And the following hospitals in Canada have had to declare. So if you use any of these for all your Canadian healthcare needs, um, heads up. Blue Water Health patient database uh, report that included, quote, approximately 5.6 million patient visit visits made by approximately 267,000 unique patients, end quote, was stolen along with some employee data from this drive. On top of it, we have the Chatham-Kent Health Alliance. That drive, their shared drive contained information pertaining to 1,446 individuals employed by them as of February 2, 2021, including names, address, gender, dates of birth, marital status, social insurance numbers, and basic pay rates as well. Erie Shores Healthcare, I'm guessing around Lake Erie, Quote, approximately 352 current and past employee social insurance numbers. Hotel, Hotel Dieu Grace Healthcare uh, and Windsor Regional Health, uh, they both claimed limited patient and employee information was uh, accessed, but no medical records or social insurance numbers. No banking information was stolen in the attack, according to every hospital that I just listed. So heads up to you if you use any of those hospitals in the Great White North. Moving on. Let's talk about the U.S. Uh, hardware chain known as Ace Hardware. Basically, their site on October 31 were uh, warned that they were unable to process online orders. Now, a memo from their CEO, John Van Heusen, indicated basically the problem is serious. Now, in the note sent to Ace retailers that week, Van Heusen said, quote, on Sunday morning, we detected a uh, cybersecurity incident that is impacting the majority of our IT systems. As a result of this incident, many of our key operating systems, including AceNet, our warehouse management systems, the Ace Retailer Mobile Assistant, Arma, uh, Hot Sheets, Invoices, Ace Rewards, and the Care Center's phone system have been interrupted or suspended. That is probably a good chunk of their infrastructure. Now, in other words, it appears that um, at least at that time, and hopefully they've been restored by now, you could buy stuff at, at an Ace Hardware in person, but if you needed to use the website or Ace Corporate, let's say you're a business-to-business -business kind of thing, you're kind of out of luck at that moment. Hopefully, Ace uh, got basically back online, and Ace is usually independently owned by uh, like local shop owners, and so obviously, you could say it's a whole bunch of small businesses that got hit with the Ace name, and that's that's never, ever fun. Moving on. Let's head on back to Canada and talk about the Toronto Public Library because a number of key Toronto Public Library services continue to be offline more than a week after their incident. In their latest update this past Monday, the library said that their website, online user accounts, map passes, and digital collections are still down while public computers and printing services at branches are unavailable. Quote, library branches are open as scheduled. Wi-Fi is available in public, in library branches and branch telephone lines are working. Materials can be borrowed and returned in branches until further notice that's according to their update and please don't use wireless that you don't own and you're sharing with others you don't know just cybersecurity tip 101 now the library said it anticipated that it could take up to another week before all services are back online though some could be available earlier so heads up to you all you patrons of the toronto public library system hopefully they're back online now moving on let's head on over to singapore and talk about the marina bay sands casino now six hundred sixty-five thousand non-casino reward uh, program members 
had their data accessed by an unauthorized third party. That's all I know at the moment, but they are owned by the Las Vegas Sands Corp. And obviously we've seen some spectacular hits at Caesars and MGM in Las Vegas in the recent month or two. And so maybe this will go wider. We'll see. But, but if it goes beyond Singapore, you know I'll be talking about it in one of these updates. Moving on. Let's talk about Sumo Logic, a US-based cloud data analytics and log analysis company, is urging users to reset API keys after discovering a security breach. Now, in a security notice published this week, Sumo Logic confirmed that it discovered evidence of a potential security incident on November 3rd. The incident involved an attacker using compromised credentials to access a Sumo Logic AWS account. After discovering the incident, Sumo Logic says it locked down the exposed infrastructure and rotated every potential exposed credential for their infrastructure out of an abundance of caution. Sumo Logic also said there's no indication that the company's networks or systems have been impacted and said customer data, quote, has been and remains encrypted, end quote. However, the company is advising customers to, quote, rotate credentials uh, that are either used to access Sumo Logic or that you've provided to Sumo Logic to access other systems, end quote. So if you're using Sumo Logic, go rotate your keys and do it now. Moving on. Let's head on over to Japan and talk about Japanese bike parts and fishing kit manufacturer Shimano. Now, ransomware group Lockbit apparently hit them, who were threatening to release 4.5 terabytes of sensitive data as of November 5th uh, of this year. Now, the hacking notice claims, and this is from the dark website, uh, again, from a public source, but I can go verify these things. The hacking notice claims that the group has breached highly sensitive data, including, quote, employee information, including identification, social security numbers, addresses, and passport scans, financial documents, including balance sheets, profit and loss reports, bank statements, various tax forms, and reports, client data, including addresses, internal documents, mail correspondence, confidential reports, legal documents, and factory inspection results. Other documents, including non-disclosure agreements, contracts, confidential diagrams and drawings, development materials, and laboratory tests. In other words, if Shimano had anything to do with technology or breathed on it, looks like Lockbit may actually have it. So good luck to you. Heads up, all of you bike part and fishing kit uh, fans. Moving on. Major seaports around Australia have also been hit this past week. The container terminal operator DP World made the decision to shut down ports on Friday night, like this past Friday, with access ports heavily restricted on Saturday at Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, and Fremantle. Quote, to safeguard our employees, customers, and our networks, we have restricted landside access to our Australian port operations while we continue our investigation. This is part of a comprehensive response, which includes engaging with cybersecurity experts, actively investigating the incident, and notifying the relevant authorities. Now, per Australian law, they're going to have to report sooner than later, and believe me, I will be giving you an update when that happens. Moving on. Let's talk about LinkedIn because a threat actor um, has allegedly leaked a database from LinkedIn uh, dated 2023. They claim the database shows emails, profile data, phones, full names, and confidential info. They're also claiming the database contains 35 million lines and is 12 gig of uncompressed data. Uh, Troy Hunt of Have I Been Pwned is also involved in this situation, communicating apparently with them, et cetera, et cetera. And they gave him up to 14 million uh, records apparently or lines. Uh, that he has validated. So obviously that's a huge thing. And finally, and as I mentioned, uh, this was going to be a shorter one this week, just uh, again, given travel and all of that, but these were the big breaches uh, in the last seven days or so. And I will catch up with all the little ones uh, at my next one. So expect a long one in seven days from now, but we are going to be talking about, and, and this is crazy, the world's largest 
Commercial Bank. If you didn't know it, it is the ICBC, or Industrial and Commercial Bank of China. They confirmed their services were disrupted by a ransomware attack that impacted their systems on Wednesday, November 8th. The largest bank in the world. And I quote, on November 8, 2023, U.S. Eastern Time, November 9, 2023, Beijing Time, ICBC Financial Services, FS, experienced a ransomware attack that resulted in disruption to certain FS systems. Immediately upon discovering the incident, ICBC, FS, disconnected and isolated impacted systems that contained the incident. IC, ICBC FS has been conducting a thorough investigation as, and is progressing its recovery efforts with the support of its professional team of information security efforts. ICBC FS has also reported this incident to law enforcement. We successfully cleared U.S. Treasury trades executed Wednesday, 8 November, and repo financing trades done on Thursday, 9 November. Now, ICBC also added that their business and email system function autonomously from the ICBC group and that the incident did not impact the systems of ICBC New York, the ICBC head office, and other affiliated institutions domestically and abroad. The Industrial and Commercial Bank of China is also restoring services following that attack. Now, as the Financial Times first reported, uh, members of the Securities Industry and Financial Markets Association were notified of this incident this past Thursday. Quote, ICBC is currently unable to connect to DTCCNSCC. Uh, the issue is impacting all of ICBC's clearing customers. That's according to emergency notice issued to equity traders and shared by security group, uh, the research group uh, VX Underground. Quote, because of this, censored, is temporarily suspending all inbound FIX connections and not accepting orders at this time. We are in close touch with ICBC and will advise as soon as the issue is resolved. Because of the attack's impacts on their systems, uh, basically the Chinese commercial bank could not settle U.S. Treasury trades for other market participants. Quote, we are aware of the cybersecurity issue and are in regular contact with key financial sector participants. In addition to federal regulators, we continue to monitor the situation, end quote, according to the tre a Treasury spokesperson talking to Bloomberg. When you are talking about a bank of this size, they are literally moving and trading billions of dollars, if not hundreds of billions or more, probably every single day. And this impacted them so deeply and they could not actually execute trades in the U.S. stock market, which is the largest stock market in the entire world. So that is a, it's unbelievable. And, and so this is huge. This is one to watch because this directly impacts literally the economies around the world, uh, not just China and the United States, because everybody is plugged into basically, uh, you know, the U.S. Treasury, the U.S. stock market, ICBC, et cetera, et cetera. And so this is a big one. And we're going to keep you up to date on that. But those were your breaches of the week. Again, a shortened week, not because there was any less, but because there is so much more. And I'm going to cover the rest of it next week. But thank you very much. I hope you guys are all having a great Sunday. We'll take it from there. And hopefully you weren't affected. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everybody.